This podcast episode reflects the opinions of the guests and not of Brown Rudnick. This episode is presented for informational purposes only and is not intended to be construed or used as general legal advice nor solicitation of any type. Brown Rudnick does not represent that the securities, products, or services discussed in this podcast are suitable for any particular investor. Hello and welcome to COP26 and the Energy Transition, a conversation with Brown Rudnick. This series of interviews will give you an insider's look at some of the exciting companies and technologies participating in Greenbackers 26 for COP26 Super Pitch Showcase. I'm Sarah Mullaney. And I'm Jimmy Morrissey. And we are with the international law firm Brown Rudnick, a sponsor of Greenbackers Showcase climate innovation super pitch. The 2021 United Nations Climate Change Conference, also known as COP26, is the 26th United Nations Climate Change Conference. Greenbackers have chosen 26 companies to present their emerging technologies during COP26. The goal is to power growth in the clean tech industry and supercharge the energy transition by providing these companies with a platform on the world stage. COP26 is the largest and most important global climate summit in many years. And we at Brown Rudnick are excited to have an opportunity to work with these talented entrepreneurs and green backers on the climate innovation super pitch. Brown Rudnick has one of the most active legal practices in clean tech and energy transition in the UK and US. And Brown Rudnick's clients are actively involved in searching for new technologies that will enable the transition towards a net zero world. Through this podcast series in the Super Pitch, we look forward to hearing more about some of the pioneering companies leading the clean tech revolution. For more information on COP26, Greenbackers, the Super Pitch, and Brown Rudnick, please click on the links we've left in the show notes. Today we are talking with David Hollander, the Chief Executive Officer of Propeller. Propeller is a clean tech company based in London that manufactures one of the world's lowest water flush toilets. David has a wealth of experience, having been the managing director for UK and Ireland at Dyson, the household appliances company, and the CEO of Aqualisa, the shower company. Welcome to the show, David. Thank you. Great to be here. Could you please tell us about Propeller and what led you to get involved? I fell in love with trying to help people to understand great technology. I'm not an engineer. Uh, I just love great technology. And I saw Propeller, understood what a fabulous invention was, realized it could do great things for the world, save money, save the environment and improve hygiene. And I decided I wanted to be part of it. That's great. Can you tell us a little bit about where the idea for Propel Air came from and how Propel Air went from that idea to the company that it is today? Sure. As you've already said, uh, I uh, worked at uh, Dyson and I learned when I got there that James Dyson himself had spent uh, 17 years developing the bagless vacuum cleaner. Uh, Interestingly, the founder of Propel Air, the inventor of the created the idea knowing that the planet would be short of water. It took about that length of time from the mid-90s to the mid-teenies to invent the system, which is, as you've already said, a low water usage toilet. And uh, we then managed to get, before my time, investment uh, in 2017. And it's really since then that a new management team's come in and been able to take the product and develop the use across both the UK and South Africa, where we're also present. 
So you mentioned there, um, you know, building out the team. Who are the other key team members? So I'm lucky enough to work with uh, Anthony Jones, our chief financial officer. He's worked in both South Africa and the UK with smaller businesses uh, like ours, where uh, there's a need to step change the operation to allow us to be larger. Alex Newman is our innovation director. He worked at Hiray Sadia and has had a, a great career developing new technology. We're lucky to have him, as we are James Surgeon, who's our commercial director, who spent many years working with uh, a partner network at uh, Honeywell. And he's come in to help us to build a partner network, both in the UK and across the world, uh, to sell our system. So we're doing this uh, series in the run-up to COP26, um, and we know that Propel Air reduces water consumption. Can you explain how that assists in tackling climate change? For those of us who are sitting in uh, England, as, as I am, it's difficult to imagine a world short of water. But even um, Thames Water Company says that demand will outstrip supply in London by 2025. I'm sure they'll find a way to help fix that. But we're flushing nine litres of drinking water down the drain every time we go to a toilet. And we think that's simply irresponsible. And it's particularly irresponsible in a world where two billion people don't have access to clean drinking water. And in some of the countries where they don't have clean drinking water, just up the road, there's a shopping mall or a fast food restaurant, an office block, which is containing current toilets that are flushing that kind of water into the drains. That's how we're helping to save the planet, one flush at a time. So you mentioned there are different territories that this product would be useful in. Could you um, guide us through which markets you're currently in and, and what the market opportunity is, please? We're in the UK, we're in South Africa, and we've just launched in the Gulf countries, six Gulf countries, but particularly we've started in the UAE, where the Big Five exhibition, construction exhibition, has um, just finished uh, in Dubai. In those three territories, our focus is on out of home, our product is designed specifically for a commercial environment where there is a high flush count. And that's around about a quarter of all toilets that are installed. Uh, and across those three markets, we're talking about 24 million toilets. So even if you only replace those one, one, one every 10 years, which we think is about the average, and certainly it is in the UK, but we think it's the average typically in every territory, then we're still talking about a very substantial business every year of commercial toilets that are being installed. In terms of the market, how does Propel Air stand out from the rest? We are unique. Propel Air is the lowest water flush toilet in the world. Our main competition is the standard dual flush, what we call underperforming toilet. Um, the reason we say it's underperforming is because we think that anything that relies on uh, gravity-fed water, which is the typical flush, is neither going to clear the bowl as effectively as air-supported flushing, nor um, is it going to save as much water as air-supported flushing. We only use one and a half litres of water. A standard dual flush toilet will use, even a modern one, will use six litres of water. Bearing in mind that you've got this unique product, with respect to Propolair's funding, what have you raised to date? How much are you looking to raise and how will the investment capital be deployed? In the current round, we're looking for £5 million. We already have a million of that for our existing investors. So we're obviously looking for a balance of uh, £4 million. 
And we need that both to go into new geographies in, and expand. We have a, a need for inventory build in order to do that. The more successful they are, the more inventory we need. And we also um, want to invest in new technology. We are currently working on a product that is going to allow for um, connectivity to provide additional services to our customers. So, for example, we'll be able to tell a facilities manager that a toilet is broken down before their customers do, which is currently the way they find out about broken down toilets. And we have a dream that we will produce a product for the um, household market. So to do that, we will need a smaller, more flexible product, which will also be very beneficial for the out-of-home market. In time, we would like to be in the household market, and we haven't even built that into our program. To do that, we need funding uh, on for new technology. The UK government recently became a shareholder. Can you tell us about what that means for your business? Well, at the time, it was very important. We got a, a future fund loan from the government last year that was matched by an existing investor. It allowed us to continue through the pandemic. Uh, clearly, when all of your customers are either closed or suffering from much lower traffic, it's not a great time to be selling an upgrade to their infrastructure. And... Uh, Sales last year were softer than we would have planned. It's fantastic that we've been able to rebound and, and the current focus on sustainability and hygiene has, has never been greater. So we've come through that well, but we needed the funding at the time and the future fund loan was very valuable. We then converted that loan into equity as we were allowed to do by the terms of the agreement. And so the government is, as you say, a 3% shareholder in our business. What is your growth strategy over the next three and a half years? It's fundamentally in two, two areas, but I'll, I'll talk about a, th- a third. The first is from our existing customers. About a third of our current business is from customers that specify our product. Another third is from repeat customers who in due course we expect to specify our product. And then we're constantly out looking for brand new customers. And that's in existing markets. The second area is uh, growth will come from new territories. I've already mentioned that we are, have recently entered South Africa and very, very recently, in fact, this month, have entered the Gulf countries. And both of those are exciting opportunities for a small business like ours. The third area is technology, which we've discussed already. Uh, I see technology as helping us to, to allow us to penetrate with additional services and indeed, off the back of that, additional revenues. There's been a great deal of activity in the clean tech space recently. Do you have any advice for other clean tech startups at earlier stages in the process? I'm loath to give advice to uh, anybody uh, else because uh, that would suggest that we know what we're doing. And I think that we, we have a very clear idea on, on what we need to do for our system. But it's difficult to apply that to other, other businesses. I guess that if I had to say one thing to somebody if I was forced, I, I would say make sure that what you're doing is something you believe in and then stick to doing exactly that despite the challenges. And um, you will hopefully see the kind of success that we believe we will see. So thank you so much, David, for joining us and Greenbackers for putting together the super pitch. For everyone out there, be sure to check out all of the companies participating in the super pitch at greenbackers.com. David, it was a pleasure speaking with you today. Uh, Thank you so much for your time. If people want to get in touch with you, how can they reach out? I'd love to hear from anyone uh, on uh, uh, david.hollander at propeller.com. And uh, if you, or or obviously on LinkedIn, 
if you reach out, I'll happily share my mobile number. I'd love to talk to anybody who wants to help us to save the planet, save money for customers and improve hygiene one flush at a time. If you have feedback on today's episode, please contact communications at brownrudnick.com. Thanks for listening.